here's a partial list of some items that you'll find in the Gospel of Matthew. Grains of wheat, water, salt, yeast, good fruit, oil, fish, grapes. What kind of a teaching is the Sermon on the Mount? I'd like to suggest it's not just a sermon, it's a recipe. It's the ingredients and the instructions for making peace from scratch. The Sermon on the Mount is the master chef's recipe to make living bread, living bread for the world. The Father sends the Son into the world to gather groceries for the kingdom of heaven's eternal banquet. In the beginning of the scriptures, in Genesis chapter 1, we hear earth described as heaven's kitchen. God said, See, I give you every seed-bearing plant on all the earth, and every tree that has seed-bearing fruit on it to be your food, and to all the wild animals, all the birds of the air, and all the living creatures that crawl on the earth, I give all the green plants for food. And so it happened. God looked at everything he had made and found it very good. The Garden of Eden, three Michelin stars, zero bad reviews on Yelp. God gave to humanity the vocation to cultivate and care for the kitchen of creation, this earth. Though there was enough food for all, the mission became self-serving, and it ceased to glorify God. And so, when Jesus arrives on the scene, he finds himself in an episode of Restaurant Impossible. The management is corrupt, the staff is dysfunctional, the food is bland, the customers are hangry, and Jesus looks at the crowd up on the mount as sheep without a shepherd, a kitchen without a cook, and he begins to teach them cooking 101. He teaches them about ingredients. Life needs salt. You are the salt of the earth. We become the ingredients that God uses in making bread for a hungry world. In the Old Testament, salt was a symbol of sacrifice. It was often used in the preparation of sacrificial offerings. Salt was also a symbol of fidelity and loyalty. It was a symbol of purification and hospitality. Sharing salt was a common idiom for sharing a meal. And in many parts of the world still, especially in the Middle East and Eastern Europe, offering bread and salt to a guest is a traditional gesture of welcome and hospitality. There's a common Arabic saying that there is bread and salt between us that is used to express solidarity and friendship. And so maybe we can look at this as Jesus instructing his disciples to put bread and salt between them and the world. We can see evangelization here as an invitation to embody the welcome and the hospitality of Jesus. Faith is a feast that's shared between and among friends. 
putting bread and salt between one another. Our evangelization is an invitation to extending God's hospitality to the entire world. I think, for example, even here at St. John's, maybe you didn't know, but the first Saturday of every month after daily Mass, our parish Filipino fellowship, Joy in the Spirit, prepares a breakfast in the gathering space meeting room for all couples who are celebrating an anniversary. It's a beautiful gesture of sharing salt. Meals like this remind us how God made man and woman to be like bread and wine, blessed and broken and shared with one another as an outward sign of God's covenantal love with the world. And most of all, Jesus himself is the bread and salt between us and God. Jesus is the ultimate expression of God's solidarity and friendship with uh, all of creation. And he does this in the most remarkable way of becoming bread for us, or God taking bread and letting it become himself. And so Jesus, in offering us himself in the Eucharist, is the greatest expression of God's solidarity and friendship and hospitality with the world, which we are privileged to share every time we partake of the Eucharist, our pledge of life eternal. Our total transformation in Christ, you might see symbolized in the material elements used in all of the sacraments of initiation. Our lives are like the wheat and salt that gets mixed with the waters of baptism. Add in the olive oil of confirmation, kneaded with care in God's hands, fired by his love and raised up as the one body of Christ by our participation in the living bread of the Eucharist, blessed, broken, and shared with the world. Jesus comes into the world to gather us, like so many ingredients, that he may form us into his body, his bread for the hungry. This is God's greatest demonstration of his spirit and power, the transformation of our lives, simple ingredients, into a meal that can satisfy the hungriest heart. And so Jesus coming into the world shows us that earth has become heaven's kitchen. We have now the master chef. He's shared with us his recipe in the Sermon on the Mount, the recipe for making peace from scratch. You and I are the ingredients. He's simply looking for some cooks for his kitchen, ready to serve. So let's get this bread and partake of the supper of the Lamb. Thank you.